Time now for News Talk WANI Sports. Brought to you by Top Hat Chimney Sweeps. If you have a chimney, make sure it's inspected by the best. Top Hat Chimney Sweeps of Auburn. With 20 years of experience, they are the pros. It is the Drive Thursdays. Bill Cameron from the Drive. Uh, he does it weekday afternoons with Dan Peck. Joins me over the WANI Hotline. Good morning, Bill. How's it going, Ben? Man, it's it's going well. Y'all, y'all, y'all just don't realize what we talk about off the air. Bill's already giving me a chuckle this morning. Now that's some inner radio workings uh, yeah. that uh, it it took me back and had a flashback, and now I'm I'm having trouble uh, catching myself up to to being normal. But uh, I completely forgotten about something, and, and Bill reminded me, <laughs> and that was that was fantastic. That'll give me a chuckle the rest of the day, Bill. By the way, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, Dan and I joke about this every once in a while i mean uh one day when i know it's when i know it may be the last the last days of me in radio we'll uh um we'll, we'll air some of the things that get talked about during the breaks <laughs> sometimes sometimes that's a lot more entertaining uh it may not be as uh, it may not be as pc or as pg right but uh but yeah that's that's the thing if, if people only knew and that's that's why i always you know, love like the uh, uh, WKRP and news radio and yes. things like that because those are real characters. People don't realize it, but those are absolutely real radio folks. Oh, I can tell you right now, people. If you if you know what we're talking about with WKRP in Cincinnati, if you've ever seen that show, everybody in that show has worked in a radio station. That personality has been in a radio station, and uh, and and people. When I tell people that, there's like, there's no chance. I'm I'm telling you, it, we have all worked with one of them, if not been one of them ourselves, uh, during that entire during that entire show and it shows run. Well, Bill, we talk sports and a, a big commit yesterday. Uh, Auburn adds to the. Defense. It seems like it almost seems like old time twenty years ago football defense winning football games. Uh, this transfer portal already with one defensive tackle from Oregon earlier in the year in Jason Jones, and yesterday another commit uh, from Morris Joseph Jr. Uh, out of Memphis. Yeah, and, and you know one of the things to to keep in mind is it's it's easier to get more guys playing time on defense. You can just sub easier on defense yep. than you can at a lot of offensive positions. Now, you can't at receiver, and Auburn still definitely could use another receiver. But on the offensive line, you just don't you don't see anybody subbing in. On defense, you always want to keep you want to keep guys fresh if you can. So no, I, I like it. You know, we were talking with Jason Caldwell yesterday uh, on the drive and, and he was saying, you know, Auburn really was had been looking for an edge, but if they didn't get an edge then they were probably going to have to do something like, uh, you know, use Colby Wooden more on the outside, and that would require somebody else on the inside. Mm. So I think it's still a good move to be adding somebody like Joseph, who is a, a big guy. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, he had, I believe, seven, seven and a half sacks for Memphis. So he's he's a guy that uh, is not just a plugger there up front. Yeah, he's a, he's a three-year veteran, uh, 6'2", 275. He's had, he's, uh, he leaves Memphis with 117 tackles, 18 for a loss, and uh, and 10 and a half sacks total. As you said, uh, his breakout year was, I think, two years ago. Like you said, right. ten, uh, had around seven, seven and a half sacks, and then uh, had had three or four last year. He didn't get a whole lot of play in time his first year on campus at Memphis. So uh, another defensive lineman headed. Of course, that adds to the defense uh, 
I can't remember if we had added uh, Craig McDonald when you and I talked last time, but a safety out of Iowa State, that transfer, he signs. It's official now. He is on the team. Yeah, no, I believe he was. Uh, no, he he he, uh, he committed over um, either Friday or Saturday. Mm. So no, I mean I, I really like him too. Like what we've seen from him. I mean he's a big physical safety, and uh, he's a little different now. He's got he has three years of eligibility left, and, and he's been um, a guy who has played an awful lot at Iowa State. He's also one thing that you feel like shouldn't be much of a problem is him understanding he's been a two-time academic All-Big 12 guy. So mm-hmm. so I, I like those additions on the defensive side. I know people are going, why don't you add more on offense? Well, I mean, the one spot that you really would like to add on offense is a receiver. And, I mean, I'm sure they're still looking. But, uh, but again, it's, it's not as easy. It's not as easy to pitch when you don't know exactly – you know, uh, how how the offense is going to be, who the quarterback's going to be, even though I think we've got a pretty good idea. Yeah, well, that's the thing. is Bill, when they're recruiting these guys and they and, and they talk to when, – when a receiver reaches out to Auburn and says, you know, uh, who who's going to be throwing to me? I mean, you got to be careful protecting your locker room, too, so you don't turn players against one another. I mean, the coaching staff's just not going to come right out and say, well, this is our day one starter because Calzada – due to injury, has not taken Ashford's look decent, but he played with the twos in spring. TJ TJ didn't have a great spring, but, you know, I tell everybody, and I'm, I shouldn't compare this to, to him, but, you know, Cam didn't have a great spring, and then all of a sudden when fall showed around, when rolled around and the lights came on, the lights came on up top with Cam, too. Now, he's no Cam Newton, but I'm just saying we don't know who, I mean, yes, you said we have a great idea who we think it is. But when coaches are pitching recruits this, or transfer portal recruits, I call them, uh, they they can't just come right out and say, this is going to be the guy throwing to you, can they? No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, um, and, and, and that is that, that sort of whole tying their hands behind their backs a little bit. They can mm-hmm. say, we've got, we've got different guys that have, uh, you know, really good skill sets, things like that, but that's not going to really fire up a proven receiver, and that's what you'd like to get now. I mean, young receivers, guys, uh, you know, Auburn can definitely say there's playing time available, but the the thing that I think they'd love to have now is that proven guy who's been around, but why would why would somebody who's been around and is a proven factor go somewhere where there's a question about who's going to be getting him the ball and can they get him the ball with consistency? Switch gears a little bit and we move to basketball. And the reason I say so is because the uh, lottery was picked. Orlando is going to be taking the number one slot. Uh, there's rumor Jabari Smith could actually go to Orlando. Uh, some people are upset that he would do that. I'm not upset because anytime uh, a program can produce an overall number one pick, uh, you take it. I know it may suck what team they go to, but uh, he'd be paired up with Chuma down there. Uh, but the Orlando Magic, uh, some people complain about the, you know, the front office and how it's doing, but I, that what a feather in the cap of Bruce Pearl if uh, Jabari Smith is taking number one overall when it gets draft night. Oh, yeah. And and, and the thing is, I mean, there's uh, the, the ability to turn things around and, and change the the fortunes in in most professional leagues now because of the because of the, you know, salary caps and, and limits, limitations, things. Yeah, I know sometimes you can. You can be more a little frustrated with management. I mean, just ask uh, 
uh, non-Braves Atlanta sports yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I mean I can't, I can't imagine being upset at the uh, at the possibility of having a number one overall draft pick, which Auburn's never had. I, I mean they've had a few top five picks in the past, but yeah, Jabari's got a great shot of being the highest draft pick Auburn's ever had. I've seen right. Uh, I guess there were. A half a dozen projections, and I think four of the six had Jabari going number one of the Magic. Yeah, the only thing that would hurt him is the Magic are, are guard heavy right now. Uh, they already have four or five guards, but that, then again, uh, if the front office does their job, you can look at possibly trading to pick up some big men and bring Jabari in or or something of that nature. So uh, I wouldn't discount it because as as – one one person told me one time that was heavily there was a, there was a scout that lived here locally. He does not anymore, but I was talking to him about the the draft process. No matter what professional sport it's in, and he said, "Here's the deal: when you sit in that room and you have the number one pick, you have to take the best athlete that's on the board. Like you have to, because if you miss, if you don't take the best athlete, you say, yeah, but we're going to pick this guy because he fits our system, and he doesn't fit the system. You look like an idiot." Well, not not even if he doesn't fit the system, but if he if if a guy behind that, if if you have the number one pick, and the guy who's number two or three or four is a Michael Jordan, and you don't take him, uh, then then you really you really look like a fool down the road. So you had better take uh, the, the the player that you think is going to be the best over the long term, regardless of what you have. Like you're saying, I mean, hey, that's that's what front offices. Are supposed to do. GMs are supposed to be able to do is hey, if you if you get a surplus, you use that surplus to try to uh, to, to try to reinforce the areas that, that need help on your team. So that's what that's what you ought to do if you want to keep one of those jobs, which pay an awful lot of money, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah it, it, they do they do very well. Walker he went through the combine, got his measurements. It's about what we thought it was. Uh, with right. and 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 and. Teams are liking it. He's going to probably go first round as well, it looks like, as far as projections. Uh, It looks like Alan Flanagan has done well in the combine, so he's going to get or has done well as far as the G League stuff, so he's going to get invited to the combine, uh, which I think is just more experience that he's able to get that he missed out on last year. Well, did he get – I thought I saw a note that that – he did well, but didn't get invited to the combine. So. Okay, the last I saw it yesterday, I thought it was projected he was possibly going to get an invite. So he, it, that may not have happened. I, I believe he was. I believe he was just just left out. Uh, I'm I'm still thinking that, but uh, but there were some really good things. I know that a couple of the uh, a couple of the notes from the workouts. He was one of the. Uh, uh, he had one of the fastest start times and was one of the best at three quarter court. So I mean that's really good news. Uh, that tells me that that the Achilles and everything is is better and and maybe as good as ever. So uh, I'm still thinking that he's going to come back and and up his stock. But um, but yeah, I think it's been a great experience for him to get out there and, and have that opportunity against some of the other top um, you know top college players in the country with uh bruce and the team missing out on on the kid that went to tennessee they still have that scholarship available are they kind of holding on to that to kind of see what Allen does because it, it, if you go and you you use it on a guard it, you can't 
guarantee him any playing time because you got Flanagan that's going to be if he comes back right. he he's going to he's going to have the leg up of ever who you give that scholarship to already and so are they using that to just kind of hold on to it and, and I mean they could use it to give to a walk on as well but they they maybe you know seeing what Allen does and then they'll decide okay now we're going to go with they may have some targets they may go after yeah we asked Jason that yesterday because I know he had been the one saying for a week or two that, that Auburn didn't really have to use that scholarship because of the NCAA uh, sanctions that they could go ahead and take care of. But I think you're absolutely right. If, I, if you look back over the last couple of years, uh, there hasn't been any rush to go ahead and bring somebody in for the summer, for the early part of the summer. I mean, Auburn's added some really good players in the mid in midsummer on and and that's a great uh, that's a great thought. I mean, wait and see what Allen does. If Allen comes back, um, you know, as as we were talking yesterday on the drive, if Allen comes back and he's the Allen Flanagan of a couple of years ago or you know, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if 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 he were the Allen Flanagan everybody thought we'd see after 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, you've also got Leor Berman. When you talk about somebody that can shoot, remember he was hurt. Yes, the second half of the year last year. And if you're talking about a shooter, you've got a shooter right there. So uh, I mean, they've got some options now. If there's a great, you know, there's somebody who's a 40 percent shooter who's proven who wants to come. Oh, absolutely, you've got the scholarship. Mm-hmm. But if not, then you can go ahead and save that. Get get the sanctions taken care of. And, uh, you know, they'll count on, on, on a healthy Allen Flanagan and Leor. Makes it so easy. And, of course, baseball, they're at Kentucky. Would love to see them take two out of three so they can get that first round by in the SEC tournament that begins on Tuesday uh, up in Hoover. So uh, it's, it's, it's exciting times. Of course, you have uh, Sonny that comes on the show. You guys will probably have Justin Ferguson a little bit later on. What else is going on in the drive, Bill? Yeah, no, Justin will be with us uh, for the entire show today. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be previewing, you know, all the baseball in the SEC Thursday through Saturday this weekend with yep. the SEC tournament coming up next week. So we'll talk about that. And, of course, uh, uh, talking Auburn softball getting ready uh, to, to play up in the regional at Clemson. I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's an exciting time around uh, Auburn athletics. Uh, I'd heard on uh, on, on uh, the Max Roundtable they were they were asking one individual what's the state of the Auburn program right now as far as the spring sports are concerned. And I thought, well, you got uh, you've got in track and field, you've got awards that have been handed out left and right, and an NCAA champion in the javelin, and you got golf that is it now advanced to the NCAA yep. finals that'll be in Oklahoma. You've got softball in a regional. You got baseball that could be a top seed in the tournament as well as a top seed that hosts a regional. I'd say the state of the Auburn Spring programs are pretty darn good right now. Yeah, I'd say overall everything uh, everything is in, in pretty good shape. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I know we've had some folks wondering, you know, what's what's Alan Green's future, and uh, you know, new Auburn president Dr. Chris Roberts says he's gonna he's gonna meet with him, uh, and and we'll see. But but yeah, things seem to be trending up. Bill, we'll send him in your direction this afternoon. As always, I appreciate your time, sir. All right, Ben. Have a great day. All right, Bill Cameron from The Drive. The Drive Thursdays on Auburn Opelika This Morning News Talk, WANI. Name the 2021 Best Talk Show in the state of Alabama for the 11th time and counting. 